and welcome to episode 64 of the Cyber Powered Hour. I'm your host, Wielding Hammer, and here with me as always, uh, the man, the myth, uh, do you even play video games anymore? Pack Devil. <laughs> uh, that's a great question. Uh, I do. <laughs> Rarely. Rarely. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I am a lazy toad, that's what I am. <laughs> Gotta get on it. <laughs> oh, man. I'm also a terrible host because I fall asleep when I'm supposed to be recording. <laughs> yeah. I was like, eh, I'll give it a couple rounds of the Haunted Forest and see if he shows up. And if not, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I even slept Saturday night and I still, like, come 9.30, just out. So, uh, done for. That's sad. Must be getting old. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yeah, the Haunted Forest. What do you think of it? It is a ton of fun. It is what the it's what the infinite force should have been to begin with. I agree. And I've gotten I hope, to round six is my highest. With uh, gotten to seven with some blueberries. I've gotten to eight with a, a team with some comms. And even that run we got to eight, there was still twice where we got team wiped in the later levels, like pretty deep in and had to run. So I feel that like is we. Brutal. We could have easily made nine. Like, there was one time the, the damn night team wiped us, like, <laughs> deep into the branch. So I feel like we could easily pull nine and maybe could have stretched ten. But, I mean, even with all our, our mistakes there, we still pulled it out. Yeah, that's brutal when you get deep and you got to start all the way at the beginning. Oh, yeah, that's awful. Your way back. It took it's me a minute awful. to figure out that you had it was based on kills, not advancement like it was before. Yeah. So. But it's like a ton of fun. I uh, I really hope they keep it around, or at least, I mean, I'm sure it's going to go away, but I hope when they, they bring it back, make it just a Mercury event, give Brother Vance some bounties for it, and just let us run it. And take away the... Um, the time limit like let let us run until it becomes so screw you difficult that you can't do anymore like that's that's what i would like a truly infinite experience but yeah it's a ton of fun it's uh compared to the dawning and the festival the cost from the past this is this is or, really good or leave the timer but as you defeat the end bosses it adds you know 10 minutes I'd be interested. God, some of those runs would last forever. Of course, I would love to. See. I think I right mean, now, it'd be the I same think the highest you have, but eventually you're going to hit a wall where you just can't kill things fast enough. Yeah, so. I think 14 is the highest. I think. Is it 14? I, I thought uh, I heard uh, Slayer got to 15. Oh, maybe he did. Last I heard, Slayer was at 13, and then Redeem went and did Redeem things and made it to 14. So. <laughs> so, but still, that's yeah. That's pretty good. Definitely have to be at 600 to uh, to be accomplishing those things. My my measly 530, you know, just doesn't quite. I mean, with that. the help with the uh, the mask, it drops you. Like I hit 600 True. this week, so with the mask, it drops me down to 525. But yeah, um, yeah, I hit max light finally. Um, I was just waiting on some boots, and then I got two two pairs in a row, so that was nice. I passed off a bunch of weapons to my Titan, and in the last two weeks, without logging in once on my Titan, I went from 530 to 578. 
just passing over them weapons. Uh, I did do one thing with my Titan to get a piece of armor. Uh, no huge light gains, unfortunately. But, yeah, I've got my Titan to damn near 580 without hardly playing on it. Wow. That's very nice. What, uh... I kind of read a little bit about it, um, but what's the deal with the whole investigating the murder of, what, St. Ives or whatever? Uh, Brother Ives, uh, that is for the last week of the festival. Okay. There's so going to be yet. a quest. Yep, okay. it's not available yet. Um, I don't know if there's going to be, I don't think anything's going to change next week. Uh, Holiday kind of has all her masks there. Mm-hmm. She has a guaranteed 600 tier 10 masterwork auto right. rifle that's basically... Uh, like 123 or- fragments. Yeah, it's, it's 120 souls, and it's basically an origin story. So, attainable, for sure. Oh, yeah, I got it in the first three days. Nice. Like, I didn't buy any of the masks. Like, I wanted to get the most expensive thing out of the way first. <laughs> and I did that, and then I went and bought me a mask. Yeah, that's definitely my goal here for the next couple of days, is to get that gun. It's I used it in Gambit. It's it's all right. It's I don't nothing. care so much about if it's good. I just want the the level. Oh yeah, a lot of people are getting it just for the the yeah. light jump. You can't infuse it into anything. Otherwise, I would have I would have done that on some other <laughs> weapons. But my sweaty loadout is now at six hundred. Nice. And the bounties there's five daily, one weekly. Um, you have to complete those to complete your. Um, Oh god, fighting lion! You get a free fighting lion. Yes. And the catalyst, and you have to complete bounties to level up part of the catalyst. Well, the weekly—I mean, you have to do 15 daily, so at minimum it'll take you three days. You get a big boost to your fighting lion, but you also get seven masterwork cores. Right. That's huge. Uh, and that—that's worth it. And I got them, and then I started getting my 600 drops. And used them all immediately, but I'm at 600 now, so Very now nice. if I'm infusing, it's because it's something I want to infuse and not because I'm not at max level. Right. Um, kind of backing off on the dailies now because I don't necessarily have to do them if I don't want to. I'm really close to my first Infamy reset in Gambit. I ran the Shattered Throne with um, some LFG guys just to get a run in. Uh, discovered I really need Whisper. <laughs> that thing was doing one million per headshot at the end. It is insane. Like the two of them were running Whisper. I had Sleeper because it's the best I had. Yep. And just melted the boss. Like, and he, I was like, I was like, holy shit, that was fast. And these other guys are like, I've never seen her die that fast. So it was, it was pretty nice. And then I went Whisper. and soloed the next step for Wishender. That was a lot of, that was a lot of stuff to fight at 580 by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you die at any point to any one of the three big bosses that spawn, you go right back to starting over, Ooh, and it's just an infinite spawn room of knights covering the room in fire and phalanxes smashing you around and <laughs> uh, everyone's favorite, the damn taken thrall that just keep m- dodging. Oh yes. Scions are multiplying. I'm like, this is irritating. <laughs> This is really irritating. <laughs> very, very fun. Yeah, this throw is like the hardest thing to shoot with a bow. Mm-hmm. But, and, uh, yeah. But, yeah, the Haunted Forest, really cool. Hope it sticks around. 
and a little bit of Iron Banner. And Iron really Banner by yourself by is <laughs> ew, not fun. Eh. And, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I finally broke 530, so I'm starting to get, you know, my drops are now hitting me around 536 on the good stuff, so plugging along. I think my blues day. are dropping 580 now. Very nice. So. But, I mean, technically, I have a lot left in Destiny to grind. Mm -hmm. And eventually, one day, maybe I'll get there. I still need to take my Warlock through Forsaken. Like, my Warlock's still sitting on 380. Mm. Yeah, my, my Titan's ready to go. He's at level 43, so I can put the good weapons on him, but I just haven't run through yet. But. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty much it. I might have played maybe about six hours of Destiny. That's not much at all. Nope. Uh, I missed a couple days this week where I had stuff going on, but other yeah. than that, I'm getting plenty of time in. Um, I've got seven more masks to buy from Holiday, and I'll have those done. I'm trying to get all this stuff done because Red Dead is dropping next Friday. <laughs> right. And it sounds like the amount of stuff to do in there is going to ruin ruin me. Life, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I see a lot of people going back through Red Dead 1 now just to get ready for it. God, it was so tempting to do it too, but I was like, no, I ain't got time. Fallout 76 isn't much longer after that, and then I made the mistake of opening up my Steam. Oh, boy. And, you know, they had all the Fallouts on sale as like a, you know, celebration right. of Fallout 76 coming, even though it's not going to be on Steam. And I was like, well, I didn't have Fallout 2. It's like one of the only, it's the only game in the series I hadn't played, and a lot of people swear it's the best. Huh. So I grabbed it, because I got Fallout 1 for free way back when they gave away a free copy. And I already had New Vegas, I already had Fallout 4, and then I was like, you know, I might as well get Fallout 3, because it's been price reduced again. Like, I wasn't going to, but they really? were running an additional two-day special on it for 12 bucks, and I'm like, well... I might as well get that and then just have them all on PC, you know, minus 76. So then I bought Fallout 3, and I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to do a start, a beginning to end, just play them all in order. Oh, boy. And then I was like, when the fuck am I going to have time for that, though? <laughs> <sighs> I'm trying to fit some of these in, because I really want to play New Vegas again. Like, that's the one that's got me itching the most, but... When am I going to have time for this? Because I'll have a little bit of time to play Red Dead before the next Destiny DLC drops. I ain't got, I, I don't know. The great thing about games and services is you don't have to pay for games every year. The bad news is they... They take all They're a part-time job. <laughs> they're a part-time <laughs> job. Yeah, and that's... I, doesn't even count tweets. Red Dead Online. Jeez. I've seen a lot of tweets from people that are like... Look, if you're not a full-time streamer, don't feel bad about not getting everything in Destiny. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's true, but... I mean, the Triumphs in Destiny would keep me busy for a while. Right. And, I mean, I'm at 31,000 on the Triumph score. 
I need to kill the I just for I need to get my resets on Gambit and I'll get the dredging title. Um, I need to play some EP and get the and farm the nightfall. Otherwise, I would get my Wayfarer already. So, got a lot of stuff that when I didn't have a group of people to play with and war mine that's like well shit now i gotta go back and do it but i'm also trying to play all the new stuff it was a busy week for destiny between iron banner the festival started it right. was also week three of the curse so you had the shattered oh, yeah. throne um your only opportunity or your, well, your best opportunity to get the meatball and gambit before the the patch at the end of the month right too much in destiny in one week there's a lot which is Huge difference from launch when it was like, well, right. I can do everything by Tuesday at four o'clock. And I mean, here we are, what over a month since it came out, and it's still got so much to do. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I need to run the, I need to run the Shattered Throne and kill the secret bosses just to get Wish Ender. I haven't even attempted a solo or a solo flawless yet. <laughs> I can tell after running with three people, team shotting things is is. It's pretty crucial. Because <laughs> I imagine... I'm going to give it a solo attempt. Not a solo flawless, but a solo attempt at some point. But I'm going to need to clear some time for that. Because I imagine it's going to be a pain. Even at 600 with basically the sweatiest loadout I can think of. Minus Whisper. And then I'm thinking, well, now I need someone to help me get Whisper. So, there's plenty to do. <laughs> a little too much to do. Have, uh, have you gotten any new exotics? Um, I got two-tailed fox to drop, and then I got okay. it to drop again. In the, so I got it twice in the same day. Uh, I think that's it. Um, I'm really I, what I really want is the damn shards of Galanor. Like that's what I'm after so hard right now. Which one's that? Basically, as long as you hit something with your blades, regardless if it kills it, you basically get it back. Ah, oh, kind of like the uh, skull fort. Yeah, or like for Titans, they have the Ursa Furiosos. If you block damage with your shield, it recharges your super meter, depending on how much damage you block. Oh. So you're looking at potentially infinite super. And that also applies in PvP, because I was watching Holtzman and them play PvP, and once a hunter got uh, their blade barrage, they'd use it, Shards of Galanor would recharge it, and he would blade barrage again, and you were looking at infinite... Infinite Titan Sentinel Shields and Infinite Blade. <laughs> and I'm like, no wonder the drop rate is slow low. If everybody <laughs> had this in PvP, my god, it would be be like playing be Mayhem. mayhem. <laughs> Which I'm still pissed. Mayhem has yet to make an appearance since Forsaken Drop. I thought it was going to be this week, and they're like, no, it's Iron Banner. I'm like, uh, I, I... PvP is better than it was, but I still don't like it. I'm just waiting on Mayhem to have some fun, and so far I haven't gotten it. <laughs> gotten doubles, and I got that new freaking competitive game mode that was awful. Right. But no, no Mayhem yet. And that's that's what I want the most is more Mayhem. <laughs> I just want to go. I just want to go in there with Blade Barrage and screw around. <laughs> so cool. All right, well, let's, uh, let's talk some news. Yeah, a couple of interesting things out there. Uh, yeah, the PUBG Halloween event added clown masks. Woohoo! New skins. Let's play. Uh, no, and costumes <laughs> from The Purge. Also, they added a night mode to Arangel, and they put 
seasonal stuff on the spine island, jack-o'-lanterns mm. and uh, candles. Um, <laughs> got, a, got a string of lawsuits here. Epic Games sued two YouTubers that were showing off cheat tools for Fortnite and then encouraging people to purchase them. So they're hitting them with a, uh, what, a DMCA, so... Woo. That's no bueno. And while we're on the subject of lawsuits, Rockstar Games has filed a court against against two people for creating and selling cheats for GTA Online. That's two things they're in the news for, because they also uh, saw an article about their mandatory overtime. They're like, it's not mandatory. They could deny for uh, Red Dead. Yeah, they're <laughs> talking about crunch. 100-hour weeks for those guys. And... Mm. Like, just the way that the guy answered the question, he's like, we won't stop working until we solve this problem. <laughs> Not the best way to maybe word that. Like, could have worded that literally any other way. It's like, what are you going to do about Crunch? We won't stop working until we figure it out. Ooh. <laughs> maybe run that by your all's communication guy yeah. first next time. That, it just sounded like he was making a joke of it with... <laughs> Hell, maybe he was. Maybe he was just being an asshole, but still. I was like, you couldn't have answered that any other way. You couldn't have worded that any other way. I mean, at least Come he didn't make a serial joke with Captain Crunch. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. That, I mean, it was funny, but it wasn't... Yeah. It, it wasn't funny. I'm sure it wasn't funny for the people that worked there, but still, I was like, you could have worded that literally any other way. And you'd have been fine. But you went with... You went with that. Uh, oh boy. Uh, the Discord game store went live as of the 19th. And I do believe if you are a Nitro member, you have access to more games. Yes. I, I have, uh, I mean, I, I clicked on it. I haven't really looked through it to see what's there, what's not there. Um, so I, can't, I guess I can't really say too much on the subject. But it is there. I did the update. I haven't browsed it because, you know, Destiny's taken most of my life and then Steam got me again, so. I I didn't look too much through it, but there were actually some games that were kind of like, oh, wow, surprised to see them there. And I I think some of those games were playable with your Nitro membership. Like, you didn't have to own the game. It was like, if you're a Nitro member, you get this perk to play it while you're still a Nitro member. Oh, okay. So. It's what, nine ninety nine for the Nitro membership? Something like that, so. Kind of an additional uh, plus to be a Nitro member if you're interested in any of the games they have in the library. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to do a little bit deeper dive on it. But. Preload for Red Dead Redemption 2 went live last Friday. Oh, good. Uh, probably take you till next Friday to have it downloaded. I haven't preloaded <laughs> yet. I'm waiting to payday, which is Friday. So I'm going to get up early in the morning, buy it when the money hits the bank, and then go to work and pray to God that it is done. Yeah, those that uh, pre-ordered are highly encouraged to start your download because it is 105 gigabytes. Yes. Plus whatever day one patch shows up. Oh, that, gosh. I can't imagine. Have, have 200 gigs free and you'll be okay. Yes. For the first for the <laughs> first day. For, the first for day one. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, the Nintendo Switch is getting three new games... GameCube style controllers to go with the launch of Smash Bros. That's cool. Uh, yeah, they look they look pretty cool. They um, 
They're character-based uh, custom controllers. I was never huge on the GameCube controller, but from what I understand, it was like perfect. It was like Smash. the Smash controller, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that if you uh, really care about Smash and you're you know you had a GameCube, I mean that would be good news for you, I suppose. Um, Sony has announced that Days Gone has been <laughs> delayed again. Not good. From February 19 to April of 19, which, to be fair, this time kind of makes sense. It was scheduled for release on the same day as Anthem. Yeah. But this game has was shown off at E3, like, I don't know, 2015 or 2016. At least two years ago, so. Yeah, so it's, and yeah, it looks nothing like it originally did from that first E3 showing, so who knows what's going on with this game. I have I have a really deep feeling that that game's going to launch, and it's going to bomb. Like, I really do. I mean, I hope it doesn't, but I don't know what's going on. It's like the, it's the damn, um... Oh, what's it called? Crackdown 3 for the PlayStation. Right. Yep. <laughs> it's coming out, eventually. Well, I mean, they Maybe. have a date, at least. That's fair. That's fair. Crackdown just has a Terry Crews. Mm-hmm. A Terry Crews, and we'll never see it. Uh, and then the last... I had a couple of them to add, right, for the day. Uh, Fortnite's yeah. Save the World mode is not going free-to-play this year. It has been pushed out of 2018 with wow. no... Date given in 2019. And I thought that was supposed to be free to play like back in the spring of this it year. It was supposed <laughs> to be free to play in 2018 at some point. Huh. But then the BR took off and I, right. I, and I don't know. I forgot about it, which is what everyone expected. Yeah. I mean, I would play, I will probably play the free to play uh, single player just because I haven't, or the co op because I haven't. Right. And I, I don't want to pay $40 to. Um, yeah. Kind of learned my lesson on early access games. <laughs> of course, I say that about pre-ordering too, and then I go and pre-order shit all the time, and then I'm like, "Why'd I do this?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we won't mention anything, Andromeda. Um. <laughs> Still fresh. <laughs> Still hurts. Put a little salt in there. <laughs> and then an old one here, or at least an old system. Yeah, and television is hopping into the market with the uh, the Atari re-release. They're releasing in a television in 2020 called the Amico, and it will not have wood veneers. Oh, man. It better have burger time, though. I don't know. I mean, they showed a picture of it. It looks like it would be a nice modern console, but yeah. I was also like, I didn't know that there was this much of a demand for the Intellivision to come back. Yeah, really? I was like, all right. Kind of like the Atari. I'm like, I mean, okay, that's fine. And then all these re-release systems, the SNES, the Sega, the the SNES Classic, waiting yeah. on that N64 Classic. I'm like, okay. And then Atari threw their hats in, like, we're going to do a whole new system. Well, now on television is doing a whole new system. I was like, man, y'all are really doubling down on the fact that that nostalgia will hold that long. I guess so. I hope they're not hoping on huge profits, but... <laughs> I'm, I'm curious what the tech behind it is. I mean, we've heard a little bit of the tech behind the new Atari, but that's about it. That's all we've really heard. <laughs> that, yeah, there's some here's some specs and nothing else. <laughs> no other information. Yeah. Interesting. 
All right, well, that was the news. Yeah. What do you need to talk about this week? So, what? Uh, uh, no, uh, we didn't meet for tabletop this week. Uh, I will mention last I... week. I <laughs> uh, will mention uh, last week I forgot to include this, but uh, as they cleared the second floor, I said it was pretty much uneventful. Well, I missed the part where they were in a staircase, and there was this stuffed bear that was enchanted to come to life after, you know, so many people had walked past it. I was going to have it attack, like, <laughs> the person towards the back of the line. Well, right. I'm describing this stuffed bear to them, and I'm like, what do you guys want to do? You just want to walk past it? You know, I'm just letting them know, hey, there's a stuffed bear in the hallway as a decoration. And I was like, I'm going to have fun with this. I'm going to get to do a sneak attack. This is how some. This is how stupid your players can be. They asked if their bear was holding anything, and I'm like, no, it's it's a stuffed bear. And they're like, is there anything in the bear's mouth? I'm like, teeth. I'm like, I don't know. Why don't you? I was like, it's it's a stuffed bear, guys. It's Ted. Come on. <laughs> and so, the caster, the weakest person on the team, is like, I want to see what's in its mouth, and ask the barbarian to. Hoist him up, because it's an eight-foot bear. Hoist him up and stick him in his mouth so he can look down in its mouth and see if there's anything hidden inside of it. Okay. Like, you What? I I was like, I... Wow. I didn't even have to trick you guys. You literally crawled into this bear's mouth. And then they got mad because I had the bear latch down on his neck. And that also provided cover for the bear, so they could only hit the bear from, like, the knees down. Or they had a 75% chance of hitting him, who's already being mauled by a stuffed bear. <laughs> but, like, just imagine the situation. You're just like, oh, I'm going to get these guys good with this stuffed bear. I just, like, i got to figure out how they're going to trip it. And one of them's like, hey, just hoist me in its mouth. I'm like, you guys make this way too goddamn easy. And they're like, why would you do that? I'm like, if I didn't do that, I am a horrible GM. I'm like, let's face it. I'm like, you all deserved everything that happened right there. <laughs> I'm like, you literally crawled into a bear's mouth. And they're like, it was a stuffed bear. I'm like, you guys got attacked by a goddamn kettle. Like a witch's kettle. I'm like, you all got attacked by a damn cooking pot. And, and you, you thought a stuffed bear you, you thought the stuffed bear seemed odd. <laughs> so that like dumb shit players do mark that one down because it was funny because we also had people there watching that wasn't actively playing and i'm just like i uh, uh uh like you you can't be serious right wow oh man i relished that fight it didn't i mean once uh once he was able to break free they killed the bear pretty quick but, but still, i was just it was like enjoyable i really just wanted to be like what did you learn <laughs> So, yeah. And here I was expecting to hear them say, like, can we just cut off its head and shit in its mouth? I mean... <laughs> oh, they shit on it afterward, but... Not, can I look down its throat? Well, like, one of them shot it with, like, a poison arrow, and they're like, they're like, okay, it takes this damage plus Wait. this and poison. I'm like, it, uh, okay, it takes this much damage. They're like, what about the poison? I'm like, it's a, it's a stuffed, stuffed bear. Bear. <laughs> I don't know how many times I said that during this fight. Why are we fight. shooting flaming this, stuff at it? <laughs> I don't know how many times I said that during the... Like, I didn't think this was going to be the thing, but, like, 
They spent the entire second floor fighting tactically and handling everything, and then they literally sent their weakest person into a bear's mouth. Will- and he willingly did this. I'm like... Light a match. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. I'm like, it's your all adventure. I'm like, I hope this kills you. I really do. This would be a great story. How'd you die? I climbed into a stuffed bear's mouth because I was curious. Mm. Unfortunately, they lived. Ah. So we should be meeting this Thursday. They, uh, they've got one hell of a difficult enemy coming up, especially after another GM pointed out stuff I missed. Mm. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, well, <laughs> this is going to be a hard one. Oh, boy. So, can't wait. Bring the stuffed bear back for fun, you know. Just yeah, I mean, I swear, stuffed bears and, like, tra- trash mobs. These guys cannot defeat a group of trash mobs to save their life. But they can wipe a boss in seconds. I don't, in, like, three rounds. But I can put them up against a, a handful of weak-ass skeletons or weak dogs. And it, it's like they forget how to how to fight. Ah, too much fun. Too much fun. So. Yeah, so what'd you watch this week? Uh, let's see. Uh, I watched Game Night, which actually was pretty good. Um, wasn't as stupid as I thought it might be. Is that the Netflix one where they foil the hotel robbery? No, no, this is, this actually was out. Um, this is the one where... I forget I forget who the people in it. We had uh, Rachel McAdams and someone else, but they would they would get together with their friends and do a game night. They play board games and everything. Uh-huh. And his brother decides, hey, let's up it, and they're gonna do a fake kidnapping, and you gotta come find them. Well, uh-huh. the fake kidnap becomes a real kidnap, and it <laughs> it just gets blown out of proportion. It actually plays out pretty good in the end. Was just like, what? <laughs> So it's it's worth a watch, and uh, I don't know, I, got, I watched uh, Sicario. Okay, it was any good. A, yeah, it was actually pretty good. <laughs> I've uh, seen previews for the for the sequel. second one coming out. Yeah, um, yeah, Benicio del Toro is a badass. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's pretty crazy. Like uh, in like the very opening, they do a raid on a drug house, and they find mm-hmm. like bodies hidden in the wall, like twenty of them. Oh well, fuck! <laughs> Just like drywalled over, bags over their heads. It's 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 real messed up drug cartel stuff. And so it's uh, yeah, and basically it's it's the uh, the FBI teaming up with the CIA to let this guy who's Josh Brolin basically start a war with the drug cartel. So it's pretty pretty intense at times. But yeah, all right. But, uh, I was interested in watching it because it's got uh, Jeffrey Donovan from Burn Notice in it. And he's been promoting the second one pretty heavily, so I figured, hey, I better watch the first one first, so. Yeah. And uh, the second one looks like it's going to, you know, put Benicio Del Toro's character against Josh Brolin, who they were working together in the first one, so. Should be a Damn, pretty it's good it's been a movie. busy year for Josh Brolin. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Mr. Thanos. <laughs> so, and, uh... Just plug him away to the office, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, For some see, reason, I've been thinking about watching the Black Mirror stuff, but I haven't uh, haven't dared yet. They are 
Very interesting. Messed up. <laughs> messed up, yes. There's some messed up ones. There's some. It's very interesting. I've seen a, a few of them. My wife is very much into them. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's some, some weird shit in there. So just uh, prepare yourself for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, knowing that the end, something ends up with the guy and doing a pig or something. That, it's going to be weird. Yeah, he ends up fucking a pig on live TV. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. I, uh, Wednesday, was it Wednesday night, Thursday night, I don't know, one of those nights, I had a few drinks and decided to catch up on South Park. (laughs) Uh, this season of South Park is absolutely fucking ridiculous, as you would expect. (laughs) So we watched, I watched some South Park. Um, yeah, I watched some Kevin Hart stand up in the background just while I was doing stuff. I watched a lot of YouTube, and then I got caught up on The Walking Dead. So I watched, basically, the, last night was episode three of this season, so I watched the first three episodes of that, and then I watched a little bit of football last night. Watched my Chiefs absolutely destroy Cincinnati in every so, facet of the game. So is The Walking Dead still worth watching? I mean, I know you're into it. And you've been watching, and you're just kind of like hooked, but... I'm less and less into it. The fa- Actually, I wasn't even going to watch it, but my wife was mad because I kept telling her we would. <laughs> and then I wouldn't. So, like, I guess it depends. How invested are you in the show? I have watched up until Negan uh, beat somebody over the head with a baseball bat for the first time. Which okay, was well, like they... the opening of, what, two seasons ago? Yes, they stretch out... That and then they stretch out the taking down of Negan last season for right. sixteen episodes, and so far this season it's been. And I know this is supposed to be the last season of Rick, so yes, supposedly Rick only has like four or five more, or only three or four more episodes left. This season is about the hilt or the uh, the sanctuary becoming one with the other communities, but right. People don't want to forgive and forget. Rick's trying to play. You know, we're all we're all one people now. And, yeah, it's obviously not going that well. Because so. from what I've heard, they're trying to go at least another ten years with this show. I don't see that happening. <laughs> I don't either, but... but that's what I heard. So, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, more power to you, I guess, they do. So, right. I mean, you know The Walking Dead is? Four or five episodes a season that are really great, and then twelve episodes of filler. So Right. So, I don't know. I guess it depends on how much you're into the show. If you really love the show, yeah, you might as well keep watching. Because, you know, you're you're invested in it. But for me, I'm just, you know, I'm not mad that I watched it. But it's, like, I used to, like, look forward to every Sunday because it was right. coming on. And now I'm just like, eh, whatever, I'll, I'll catch up on it one day. Of course, that was the way it was with Fear the Walking Dead. I thought the show sucked. And so I stopped watching it. My wife literally likes the show still, and she still watches it. But I'm just like, nah, who cares? <laughs> so they uh, they really moved away from <laughs> zombies really being a threat. Yeah, that's what it seems. I'm like, it's like okay, I get it. Yeah, the zombies can't be the threat forever, but I don't know. It's not digging it, I guess, as much as I used to. If you really like the show, I'm sure you'll enjoy the season. If you just kind of if you if you're kind of been kind of meh with this show for three or four seasons now, you're probably yeah, you're probably bit, over yeah. it. 
I imagine they will get a huge bump in ratings the night that they kill Rick off, and then that'll probably be it. Because, I mean, what else, what are they going to do? Rick and Carl were supposed to be the show. They killed them both off. All that's left is Daryl. Mag- or Maggie's character, I believe the actress is on her last season on the show. Mm-hmm. And I'm she's like, definitely moving on to other stuff. I mean, I she like, did that so, Mile you know, 22 movie with Wahlberg. Yeah, what are you going <laughs> to... What are you going to do with characters, right? I mean... Yeah. And see, that's the problem with the show as opposed to the comic book. It's not like you can bring on another huge star. <laughs> I mean, I can see him making it Daryl's show because he's been kind of the right. I mean, most he... popular, but what are they going to do from here? <laughs> most of the people... Like, the, ori- you know, the original people, it's just Carol, Daryl, and Rick now. Yeah, it seems like a show that just kind of spinning its wheels. It's, you know, there's nothing left to really explore by. You know, some shows, you hit that point where it's like, you know, it just needs to end or they, they didn't do a good job with, direct, with the direction of it. And I, I kind of think that's where where it is. But, you know, I'm going to watch it until it's over. I'm just not as excited about it anymore as I used to be. <laughs> drag me to the end. Mm-hmm. It's kind of <laughs> one of those where you gotta st- you're just sticking it out because... You kind of feel like you need to at that point. Right. So, I mean, that's where I am on it. I don't know. I might catch up on it. I might not. We'll see. I think once they, uh, once they killed the governor, my interest kind of got a little lower. So. Yeah, they dragged that out, too. A lot of people yeah, argued that that was dragged out. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can see how it was. Oh, this is a pretty big announcement from Netflix, though. Yeah, um, twice, two shows in a week. They canceled Iron Fist. Understandable, you know, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And but, uh, then, yeah, Cage. then they canceled. They canceled uh, Luke Cage. And which I, I was here in season two wasn't that great. I'm not very deep into it. And so I'm like, is this just their move of? You know, we're not going to retain it because Disney's taking it back, so screw them? Mm-hmm. Or is this um, legitimately, you know, it wasn't doing good? Is Disney going to bring them back on their streaming service? Because, you know, that's coming, what, late this year or next year? Yeah, it's like a yeah, 2019 deal. Or, or maybe... They're going to, because the two of them were, were better together on screen than they ever were in their own shows. Maybe Disney is going to do a Heroes for Hire on their streaming service and bring them back as one show got, instead of two. You know, so does that mean they're not going to do another Defenders if they got rid of those? I don't think another Defenders is coming. Uh, they just put out Daredevil Season 3. I haven't started it yet, but from what I'm reading, everyone absolutely loves this season. And so, thought it was weird that they canceled Iron Fist, they brought out Daredevil, and then immediately canceled Luke Cage. Luke Cage, so. yeah. And Jessica Jones has been confirmed that it is getting another season, so... Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know what's going on, so maybe... And then I don't know if Disney's going to take them and make a Heroes for Hire, if they're going to fire the seasons back up with the same actors or not. I, I don't know what's going on there. Hopefully there's another Punisher on the rise here. 
Yeah, there is another season of Punisher, another season of Jessica Jones, and then this season of Daredevil are still supposed to land on Netflix. So I guess I guess we'll see. And then I was reading an article on IGN about how Marvel's not even acting like the end of uh, Infinity War mattered because mm-hmm. there's certain characters that are gone that are slighted to get their own shows. Well, that's the downside <laughs> to having a long-term plan like that is so. if you kill them in a movie, it's like, well, they're already under contract for another, so... <laughs> so that's, that's the only downside to out. their model. Yeah. But, uh... So, yeah, that'd be pretty good. Yeah, looking forward to Daredevil, though. It's supposed to give us the real Fisk. The real Fisk with Bullseye. Like, yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't wait to start. I'm hoping, you know, there's a lot of shit I want to watch and get done before Red Dead drops. And <laughs> Unless I'm locking myself in my office and watching it on my phone, I don't know that I'll ever get it all watched. All right, let's take a quiz. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So, in honor of superheroes. I figured, hey, why not take a superhero and villains quiz? So here we go. This is a villain that appears in which superhero movie? The Penguin, Batman Forever, Hellboy, Batman Returns, The Dark Knight. The Batman Returns. Why would they not list the fourth Batman movie instead of Hellboy? What? I have no idea. Ah, speaking of, The Kingpin, Daredevil, Hellboy, Fantastic Four, The Punisher. Daredevil. Speak of the, uh, devil. <laughs> Shawan Khan, Spawn, Daredevil, Spider-Man 2, The Shadow. Mm. Mm. I don't, I don't, I haven't seen Spawn or The Shadow. Uh, Spawn? Shadow. Shadow. Blackheart, Flash Gordon, The Dark Knight, Ghost Rider, Superman 4. Uh, Ghost Rider. Mistel Freeze, Batman and Robin, The Dark Knight, Flash Gordon, Superman 4. The worst Batman movie ever, Batman and Robin. (laughs) The Sandman, X-Men 2, The Incredible Hulk, Spider-Man 3, Blade. Spider-Man 3. Emperor Ming. Flash Gordon. Mm. Woo! Spider-Man 2. Batman Robin. The Shadow. Mm, don't know. Um, the Shadow? Have you seen Ted? Flash Gordon. <laughs> Oh, shows you how much I've watched Flash Gordon, or The Shadow, for that matter. I was going to say, if you've seen Ted, they talk about it <laughs> a lot. Uh, Especially when he shows up at uh, Ted's place. Deacon Frost, Ghost Rider, Daredevil, Blade, The Dark Knight. I want to say Blade. Hey. Lex Luthor, The Incredible Hulk, Superman, X-Men 2, Spider-Man 3. Superman. Mm. 
Green Goblin, Flash Gordon, Supergirl, Spider-Man, X-Men 2. Uh, Spider-Man. Ding, ding. Spider-Man. 8 of 10. Not too shabby. I was expecting you. Got, the, that, got some of the old ones wrong, but hey. Yeah. Not too bad. Pretty much failed. Loser! What a loser. <laughs> All right. All right, so our favorite genre. What is your, in honor of, I guess, um, Netflix canceling them? <laughs> this is the first Marvel property to be, well, I guess not technically the first. Agent Carter was canceled, but um, yeah. What's your favorite TV show heroes? It can be DC or Marvel. Yeah. Well, I think that uh, definitely going to save my number one for last. But uh, well, going TV wise, I definitely got to go back to the '92 X Men cartoon and Wolverine. Okay. Good choice. Um, number three for me is going to be probably Arrow. Now that's one that I've thought of watching, but it's so deep I just haven't uh, been willing there's, to dive in. There's been some some not so great seasons. Yeah, and like I swear, every time they have a bad season, they follow it up with a good one, and you're like, yeah, there's hope. And then it's like, what'd you do? <laughs> you went back to this. <laughs> So it's kind of a love-hate thing. I, I binge them full seasons at a time, so I'm always right. a full season behind. <laughs> but that's, that's that's the way I prefer to do it. I hate watching. Like, Netflix has spoiled me. I don't like watching. It is. It's terrible. I don't like waiting a week for TV shows. No. There'll be a show on that I like, and I'm like, oh, I'll just wait a year. And then watch it all at once, and then be upset that I can't watch anymore. But, you know, Netflix has spoiled me. So, yeah, Arrow would be my number three. Um, I don't know if he's actually Marvel or DC or if he's uh, separate, but uh, The Tick. I, 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 isn't that a unique? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think he's either one. That's on but Prime, I'm, isn't it? Well, but he used to have a cartoon way back. Oh, okay. That's what I remember watching. I haven't seen any of the newer stuff, but he's an interesting, uh, funny superhero. Okay. I, uh, I have no idea if he's one or the other or if he's an independent or what. Yeah. Um, my number two is the Daredevil Netflix series. Uh, uh yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to try to knock out season three this week. And man, season season two was so damn good. Season it one was. was great. Yeah, season season two brought in my my number one, which is the the podcast. Yeah, that's my number one as well. <laughs> I enjoy that show thoroughly. I I'm ready to rewatch it again. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. I love their choice for, for the Punisher. Yeah, I thought he did a fantastic job. So, yeah, the Punisher is my number one. I thought he he was the best part of Daredevil Season 2, and he was incredible in his own show, and I can't wait for Season 2. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I wonder where they're going to go with his, uh, his next season. <laughs> mm, I don't know. I was hearing rumors, but um, what with uh, 
with uh was it handsome uh handsome billy or whatever uh-huh. messed up face i believe they're going that direction okay because they showed him waking up in the hospital so we'll right. see what storyline they go with uh, yeah. i'm just ready for it <laughs> i don't really care what it is i'm just ready for it oh yeah it's it's gonna be crazy and badass so all right well let's talk about the real heroes now some charity charity we're going with the hero initiative the hero initiative only known as commitment to our roots is the first federally recognized not-for-profit organization dedicated to helping comic book creators writers and artists in need found in late 2000 by a consortium of comic book and trade publishers including marvel image dark horse wizard entertainment cross gen comics and dynamic forest the 501c3 charity aims to assist creators with health medical and quality of life quality of life assistance the Hero Initiative creates a financial safety net for comic creators who may need emergency medical aid, financial support for essentials of life, and an avenue back into paying work. Since its inception, the Hero Initiative has been fortunate enough to benefit more than 50 creators and their families with over $950,000 worth of aid fueled by contributors. It's a chance for everyone to give back something to the people who have given you so much enjoyment. And it's cool the way you can support them. You can visit you can visit their website at www.heroinitiative.org, and you can do a direct donation if you want, or they have uh, merchandise that's dr- written up by or drawn up by comic artists, and they also do uh, art auctions from various comic artists. So it's a uh, it's pretty cool what they do. I know it's kind of a niche thing, but right. Um, if you're into comic art, um, yeah, there's a chance you can get you some art and you can support a creator. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right, so let's. Um, now that we only have like ten minutes left, I think I timed this really well. Let's talk. Pretty good. Let's yeah. do our main topic. Yeah. Uh, in honor of episode sixty-four, let's talk the Nintendo sixty-four. 64. <laughs> yes. Ah, you see what I did there? Mm-hmm. It's almost like we didn't have a plan for this week, and that's what happened. So. <laughs> Right, Let's so, be honest, we never have a plan. <laughs> that's true. But if you like talk confidently... chasing tires. <laughs> yeah. Dog chasing cars. So, the Nintendo 64 is the third home video game console for the international market named after its 64-bit processing unit. It released in June 96 in Japan, uh, September 96 in North America, and then Brazil... In March 1997, and then September 1997 in Europe and Australia. Uh, it was the last major home console to use the cartridge as its primary storage format until Nintendo again uh, <laughs> with the Switch in 2017. So, despite being succeeded by the GameCube, the N64 stayed on shelves until 2002 when it was finally discontinued. Um, originally, it was codenamed Project Reality, and the design was mostly complete by 95, but launch was delayed until 96. Uh, Time Magazine named it the Machine of the Year, and it launched with three games, Mario 64, which, man, Super Mario 64, which, damn, if you're going <laughs> to knock it out of the park with a release title, that... Yeah. It's kind of like when Microsoft released the Xbox and launched Halo with it, like... Right. Oh boy, the difference can make with a launch game. They also had Pilot Wing 64, and if you're in Japan, you also got a copy of, uh, excuse me for this, Saikyo Haibu Shogi. Yeah, it sounds right. Okay, sounds good to me. <laughs> sounds Japanese. Uh, 
Uh, yeah. As part of the fifth generation of gaming, it competed with the PlayStation and the Dreamcast. That thing lasted all of a couple of years. Yeah. It was a nice system, though. Like, I really like the controller on the Dreamcast. I mean, it was nuts. The the Dreamcast, I mean, it was loud as shit, but it was also the first game system with a, a modem in the back for mm-hmm. an Ethernet cable. Man, Sega really screwed that thing up. But um, the suggested retail price at launch was $199.99, wow. uh, and they sold 32.93 million units. Uh, and it released, or when it released uh, over its life cycle, you could get a range of colors. Uh, in 2015, uh, it made IGN's list uh, of the top 10 greatest video game consoles of all time, coming in at number 9. Yeah. And I remember, like, I have never owned a PlayStation. All my friends were, were converting to PlayStations at this point, And I just wanted the N64 because GoldenEye was a thing. That was... 64 was the first system I owned. It was a it was a Christmas gift from my sister, but it was the first system that was actually mine. The other ones were my older brothers, so yeah, sixty four is pretty pretty special. Uh, it was the first system where I mostly <clears throat> paid for myself. I was middle school age, and I had a like I had a Sega with I don't know like twenty seven or thirty seven games, and I saved money from working at the pool this one summer. Actually, no, this was before that. I had all these games, and I, I really wanted this system. I played it at a friend's. I played GoldenEye, and, like, I wanted that system. And my mom's like, no, I'm not going to give you the money for it. So we had this store. This was before GameStops existed, and EB Games was 60 miles away, and their prices were too high. called Game Exchange, and they went out of business, you know, a few years back, but... You could trade in your games and actually not get completely ripped off for in-store credit. And they did trades on everything. And they did this up till they closed. You could go in there and buy a three-pack of NES games for like 33 cents. But I uh, remember going in there with every Sega game I owned in the system and all that, hoping to get enough to get the N64 with one game and two controllers. And I got within thirty dollars, and got my mom to agree to cover the cover the gap on that. <laughs> and yeah, then Not I spent all my time playing Goldeneye. The uh, the first game I got that came with it was uh, NHL '99, and I played the hell out of that. And yeah, once I saved up eighty dollars, I finally bought Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. That's how much it was at Best Buy. Goldeneye, I had NFL Blitz. I still have NFL Blitz. I still have my disc. <laughs> or my cartridge. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Goldeneye absolutely was like the game. Um, a lot of hours played there. But uh, also enjoyed Castlevania, uh, Mission Impossible. And then, like I said, NHL was huge. I played that quite a bit. I played Perfect Dark uh, when it came out. Uh, I was one of those people that still like Goldeneye more than Perfect Dark. Um, See, I never touched Perfect Dark. I only played Goldeneye, so. It was fun. Um, I love that you could load in with bots 
adjust the difficulty in practice and online gameplay wasn't a thing that was kind of refreshing to be able to go in there set the bot difficulty on low and just kind of practice with different weapons so that was fun uh god i played a lot of games on 64 some of them some of them were just awful but <laughs> yeah i was pretty much stuck with uh just those handful of games because i had to buy them and i didn't have any income so <laughs> but uh That controller, too, um, that was very unique. Yeah, holding it now, I'm like, how did I used to do this? <laughs> like, I'm regular, how did I used to hold this? Like, I mean, if you held it in the center, you never even touched the, the Depending on what game, you're, on what game you were playing, you kind of had to hold it differently. So, that was interesting. I don't know who came up with that idea. I have no idea. I mean, the joke is, I finally figured out how to hold a controller. You just need three hands. <laughs> it was like a, it was it was like a controller with a flight stick in the middle. <laughs> right. Mm. So, but yeah, no, sixty four, solid, solid fun there. Mm-hmm. I um, yeah, that's what I had until I eventually cave and got me an OG Xbox. Same way, I had to. Trade in my 64 and oh. every, basically every game I owned and um, had someone agree to help cover the difference. Cause, uh, I actually still have my 64. At the time, EB Games actually ran a deal. They would straight up trade an N64 if you had that 10 games, two controllers for an Xbox with one controller and wow. no game. And... I had like seven or eight games, and I got someone to agree to help cover the difference. And yeah, that's how I got my Xbox, and immediately went and got me a copy of Halo, like next chance I had. <laughs> yeah, that was the reason I bought my Xbox was Halo. Yep, that's what won me over for the system. My uncle had it. I was I was like Microsoft making a console. Like, how great can that be? Played Halo. I was like, yeah, I must have this. And. <laughs> Like, I don't know that I've ever put that many hours into a single-player game. <laughs> Quote-unquote single-player. I played, I probably probably two or three thousand hours of Halo single-player, just playing, playing it over and over, trying different challenges. Like, that was the game for me. Yeah, that was a great game. So, yeah. Um, the N64. I uh, managed to get a hold of one. Not too long ago, and a bunch of games, and I, there was a few games I didn't trade, including Golden High and my uh, Super Mario 64, or Mario Kart 64, not Super Mario 64, so I have one, and I occasionally fire it up in the other room. I have not touched it in forever. I don't even know if I can play it. <laughs> uh, mine works. I, I know uh, it works. I it just would be so odd. I only, after I only have one Xbox TV in the house that it turns out can run it because of the hookups in the back. Right. I was like, I don't think I have any TVs, but one of the T, one of the, I think my 49 inch I got that was a display model just so happened to have one component slot still in the back. And I'm like, I don't know why this was a 20, this was a 2017 model TV or 2016, but it had the hookups. So I got the adapter from a store that was closing and yeah, I'm able to play it now. <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, 
Yeah, let's, let's wrap it up. Uh, yeah. So you uh, you uh, want to tell them where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, and one day on Mixer at <laughs> Pack Devil. You've been saying that for a year, solid. <laughs> and eventually, it'll come true. You know what? It's no less true now than it was then. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, I, I'm Wielding Hammer, and you can find me on Twitter and Mixer at Wielding Hammer, where eventually um, I will probably stream my Red Dead, some of my Red Dead playthrough, and then eventually I'm going to do a, a series stream of all the Fallout games minus Tactics. So, Aw, I was yeah. looking forward to that one. Oh, I'm sure you were. <laughs> you can hear how broken up he is in his voice. Is that when they brought the clowns in? No. No, no. I swear to God, if I find a clown in Fallout, it's a dead clown. I'm going to request a Fallout clown game. Mm. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. <laughs> whole lot of nope there. Our, our clown boss in Destiny. I'm surprised that one hasn't, like, some sort of something like that hasn't turned up in, like, a mask. I'd be trying to murder everyone in the tower. Be kicking them off the tower. So, on that happy note. Alright. Let's get out of here. We'll be Uh, back next week. Uh, Let me check the... Ooh, that's going to be our Halloween episode. That's actually playing something this time. The official Halloween. (laughs) Yes. Good. We'll have to bring in some some special friends, you know, painted faces and red noses. Nah. Crazy hair. Those aren't friends or and special. Balloons. <laughs> nah, I'm good. What would you do if I sat here in an it costume? I uh, probably would minimize the stream <laughs> <laughs> and Discord. <laughs> Like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm looking at the Google Doc, and uh, I'm looking at Audacity. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Real this time. (laughs) Later, everyone. Have a good week. (laughs) Everyone have a good week. We'll see you next time. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Oof. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.